0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Push Talk, real talk with them. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I hope good. I pray that it's been good for you. Because God is good, right? All the time. And all the time, God is good. (laughs) Y'all, the girl is excited and happy. She's been going through some changes. I feel new. I feel I feel I don't know how to explain this. But I'm in a good mood. I'm in a, a good I'm in a big mood. I'm in a big mood, y'all. I'm so happy. So y'all let me before I even get into this thing, have y'all ever like especially when it comes to like social media things, like you try not to show support to people who don't, you know, show you support but you You can't really not not show them support because that's not you. Just me. (laughs) What I mean is, there's times, you know, because people, they watch my stories. um, They stay on my page, Facebook and Instagram. There's times I see them. I see them on my page, but they won't like it. But they will look, stare down, Go across the pictures, looking at the pictures and all that, but just would not like it. And I just thank God that I'm at a, a, a place now where I don't really um, get upset. Because I should get upset like, how you going to be staring at my stuff, looking at my stuff, but you don't like it? And that's that's awkward. That's weird. Man, you know, they created buttons and they got a comment section for you to respond to what you're looking at and going through <laughs> so i don't even worry about that like in fact like um i had to for a minute take off my likes because i didn't want to get so focused on the likes you know like i don't want to post and share things for likes like i just want to share it to um help those who may be lost who may be hurting and go through some things like God has placed this burden on me for those who are hurting, who are in pain, who are suffering. So, if you look on my social media account, you'll see a lot of posts on, like, trying to heal or show people where to go when they're going through it, right? But, so, so there's times where I have tried, I've tried, like, uh, to do it onto others as they do onto me when it comes to social media and not like their stuff, not comment on their things, not share with, you know, what they post and all that, but that's not even me, because when I, there'll be times I'll be forgetful, and I'll still, like, like it, I'll still share it, I'll still heart it, I'll still comment on it, like, dang, like, girl, when the last time they did this, so now I just don't even worry about it, because I cannot be, I, I can't be a hater. I can't be lazy. I can't, like, if this is some good stuff, if you're going in the right direction, if this affects me in a good way, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm show you some support, because it, it did its job. It did its job. Okay? No lie, y'all. No lie. On oh my. Sometimes I look at my insights. Not always, but I do. So, on my insights it lets me know everything like when people see it view it all that I would have like 11 likes but the views be like 100 and something 200 300 400 499 like it be up there like like my post be like your your post is doing so well it's over 142 percent like wait huh like my stuff And it's not just me it's not just me there are celebrities who are complaining right now because people are doing it to them or those who are um who has um, a big influence and they have a lot of followers and their insights like shows the truth like their life does not compare to what people are actually viewing and and seeing on their posts like so (laughs) I had that moment this morning. Um Instagram, they 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 something else. They have something else. So, um, they be suggesting people, like people from my Facebook, they'll suggest them on Instagram and um if I have friends and mutual friends, like their friends would be suggested on Instagram for me and stuff like that. So I saw I saw an ex and it was like I shouldn't even look, but I did, and it wasn't like even like some hating stuff and nothing. but I was just like, you don't support me, so why would I, but I couldn't help it, like, hey, you going in the right direction, click, click, like, good for you, like, God bless you, you doing your thing, you know, and I was like, but I bet y'all won't do it again, that <laughs> would be the last support, okay. <laughs> But um yeah it's, these social media uh, platforms and stuff is messy. Like how you know I wanna see that? Why would you suggest that? Just because we have some friends and family, uh some mutual friends and family, you gonna bring you gonna bring their profile my way. And not even the ex but other people. And I just like love like oh messy, messy, messy. And this is another thing. Let, let me help y'all out. Because on Facebook, okay, I didn't see a dude get caught up, okay, because he commented, you know, um, it'd be like a post that says, um, if you have this, or if you post a smile with your full lips, post a smile of your, I mean, post a post of your smile, post a picture thing, post a picture of your smile, post this, if this is yah yah yah, comment on this, and the young man. Okay, because me, him, we all a group of friends. We all know each other. And his cuckoo behind commented under a post where his homeboy's baby mama is on. And was like telling all the tea under her picture. Like, why would you even put that under the picture in front of everybody to see? This account had um, over a thousand shares and... Comments and likes and stuff on Facebook. And he didn't got under there, and Facebook has it in the way that if you comment on other people's stuff, and it's like a popular account, it will be shown. So ladies and gents, don't get caught up. And Bailey, his baby mama ex-girlfriend saw, and she went off on him, and I was like, that's the big cap And there's some church members that be comment on certain things. I'm like... <sighs> don't get caught up Ooh, little hot, popping hot popping. Uh, I should say piping hot, yeah it's piping hot <laughs> so back to this topic of the day y'all cause I had to just share that stuff cause it gets tricky but I had to go ahead show support like if you got something going on I'm gonna like it, like why not that's just weird, you know you, you're watching somebody's stuff or you're looking at somebody's content and you're not responding like I guess. It is what it is, right? Or is it people just lazy? Is it laziness, too? It may be laziness, too. It may be laziness, too. But whatever it is, I don't get it. I don't do it. Like, if you, if it's dope, just know I'm going to support it. You got my like. You got that. You got a heart. You got a 100. You got a, you know some clapping hands. You got a praying hands. You're going to have something if it's dope and if it's right. So, you Your girl has been preparing for, um, to move. Now, God gave me the word to move. Well, he told me not to move. He started telling me to start packing back in October of 2021, right? So I bought boxes and everything from U-Haul let start packing, right? And then the next month, he informed me, start packing lighter. So I was like, dang, okay, like, you know, what's what's happening? What's going on, you know? Um, I'm about to leave again, move again, because that's something that I've been wanting to move. Like, I've been in this city for a good two years, almost three, and I'm ready to go. No, I'm ready to leave, and it's been doing me good. This city has been doing me great. I love the mountains, you know. I love the little part of the desert that it has, but you're ready to go. Like, it ain't nothing out here, you know. But, um, <laughs> God sent me out here, um, back in 2020 of April, all right, and Towards the end, the twentieth of April, April twentieth of twenty twenty, and I had I was shocked because I'm like, why out here? Why in this city? And it's like over a hundred miles away from everyone and everything I know. He made me leave my church, uh, get away from my family and friends, everything. Okay, and I was kind of shocked because I was like first living in a home I mean living in a car to then staying with family members and then you put me out push me out to in the middle of nowhere like there's a lot of places with you you know um housing prices is low that I can go to but you had me way out here it was so it's so shocking but I'm so grateful for the experience because it has Build me and God's relationship so so strong. It has it, it did its it did its duty. It did what it was supposed to do. Okay, God had to um, move me out here. There were people who were threatening my life. There were people who was like being mean and nasty towards me. It was turning my heart cold and hard. I was experiencing church hurt. There was rumors going around. It was just a lot going on. And God was like, let me get you out the city. Let me take you here and heal you. Right? So, in that time of 2020, I met a prophet and the prophet, his wife. They're both prophets. And they remind me of Priscilla and Aquila. And they would have Bible study and church in their home. You know, um, it was during the pandemic. Churches was closed and stuff like that, so we would come together in their home. And um, first, you I was very quiet, you know. I'm like, I'm just here to get the word. A friend sent me here to, you know, and me and my friend, we would go there, and it was cool, it was great. So, um, after dealing with church hurt, you know, I'm like, I ain't serving, I ain't, I'm not serving again. And fight for what for people to tear me down, like, no. For people to overlook me, no. For people to not understand me and hurt me in the process of misunderstanding me, no. I'm just here to just hear y'all preach and teach and be in fellowship uh, with the body of Christ. That's it. But the woman of God, she tugged on my spirit. And this woman knew everything she told my business to me. She she did. She was like, you're hurting. And um, I didn't even tell my friend what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was prideful. So I'm like, I'm not about to open up, you know, these can of worms and have to relive or Feel these feelings and emotions again. I just want to move on from the hurt. You know, I don't even want to talk about the hurt, just want to move on. But she was like, You've been set on for a long time. Okay, people have overlooked your gift. Some out of jealousy, some out of blindness, some out of insecurity, some from, you know, just out of enviness. Like, you've been set on. Okay, you have a muzzle on you. And we're going to get this thing off of you. You're too great. And I'm like, mm, it sounds nice, you know, but I don't know, you know. Shoot, what? One night, the spirit came on me so heavy, so heavy that I started speaking in tongues. Certain languages came out of me that I had never like studied before. It was truly like the book of Acts. Like the Holy Spirit. Like, it was like a rushing wind. Like, it was so heavy and hot. Like, hot. Like, it was was insane. And she was like encouraging me. Go forth, go forth, go forth, go forth. And she was like, you are an evangelist. You are a prophet. Now, I knew I was an evangelist. And I was going to school. For evangelism, so I was like, "Yeah, no, but a prophet? No, I didn't. I never really thought of myself as a, as a prophet. I just thought that I just was just able to read people, you know, and read their future. And like I stated before in my podcast, I thought I was a shaman. I thought that I was um, a, a priest, a priestess, priestess." me um I thought I was a psychic okay because prophets and things don't really get taught a lot and back home where I came from and I've been to a few churches back home and they didn't really talk about like the offices and the gifts of God like that so I'm thinking that the gifts that I had was because, you know, my native tribe and I just had those gifts, you know? So I was trying to use those gifts as a shaman. I was trying to use that gift as a witch. I was trying to use that gift as a psychic, a a, a, priest, a priestess. I don't know why I'm struggling with that word. <laughs> so, but no, baby, baby. That was not the way to go Because it wasn't godly It wasn't coming from a godly place And um The more I I went into that route The scarier things became And the more You know uh, The deeper that I went That route It would open the doors for the enemy And he was just driving me nuts Making me crazy So um So she was like Oh you're a prophet And she started explaining what a prophet was And um she was like, "Yeah, you know, you may even have the uh, the ability to build churches. You know, As a matter of fact, you're gonna you're gonna be in that. You're gonna help build churches. So I'm like, okay, yeah. like, girl, nah, like mm-mm, I don't I don't see that. Like, that's cool, but, no, but I don't see that. So she, um, after I, you know, laid hands on her." prayed over her and you know healed her baby she didn't she came forth on top of me put her hands on my stomach and went in on your girl she was sharing things that I ain't shared with no body no one just me and God having this private conversation some was out of anger and pain just you know So, um, she was like, um, I see your, you're gonna, um, she told me my hairstyle, you're gonna have this type of hairstyle. I see you with this hairstyle. And she said, you're gonna get thick. You're gonna get a little thicker, not too much, but you're gonna get thick. So I was like, (laughs) God, no, I want to get thick. Because at that time I was so frail because I was so sick. I was so frail, like, the doctors, my neurologist, they were so afraid that, you know, like, by me falling so much that I was going to break a bone, and I actually did, um, I, um, broke my arm and tore many muscles in my body, you would have thought I was on that movie, Unbreakable, Samuel Jackson, that character, to baby, anything, any fall, it just, you know, stumbling and hitting the wall, like, I didn't tore and crack something, like, I have a few hairline fractures, um, throughout my body, you know what I'm saying, like, on my arm, it ain't healed right, um, messed up my toes, like, baby, your girl didn't gone through it, like, through it, like, And some of them I didn't even know I had because, you know, I had lost feelings and sensations. So I would tear and break things and not even know until um, I took x-rays and stuff like that. Or um, I would feel pain in other parts of my body where I can feel to let me know that something was wrong in other parts of my body. Like the body is so connected. I couldn't sometimes feel from the waist down. So I'll have back pain stomach pain, chest pain, because I couldn't feel below the waist. So I, that's one way I would know, like, something is wrong, there's something off, I'm having spasms. So it was just my body alerting me, like, girl, you tore this, or you broke this, or, you know, your socks are too tight, or your shoes are too tight, your clothes is too tight. Like, yes, this you, what you're trying to lift is too heavy. So it will alert other parts of my body where I had sensations in Look at God, look at the holy Ghost, like my pastor will always say like um, with the body of Christ, like if you stumble your toe, your hand is gonna reach for that toe like because it's in pain, your body is gonna feel when a body part gets hurt Jesus, in who in ways <laughs> So, she said that I was going to get a little thick, so I was like, that's enough for me. You can you can get your hands off. That's, that's all I wanted. So, she went in deeper. And, baby, she broke me down. She was like, you're going to have another child. And me and God, we didn't have this discussion. Because I was going through a tough custody battle. And I told God, you know, I would have liked to have a kid, but... Another kid, you know, another child. But if things ain't right with me and my first baby, my because I ain't gonna lie, he cool now, but my child's father he was he was he was something else. He was so evil and mean at the time, like keeping my baby from me, everything, like in the state of California, you know, if there wasn't no um legal documents or documentation in the um guardianship of the kid, like it's not really considering kidnapping. If a parent choose to take the child and not let you see them or even leave state, it's not kidnapping. Unless, you know, the judge get involved and set things in place and order and then if the person tried to do something like that, then it would be considered um illegal and things like that. Like I learned so much with that through that custody battle. And so um he was, you know, he was acting funny for years. And I'm like, God, oh, why are you even allowing this? Like, so I was bitter. So I'm like, I'm not having another kid. I'll be dang if I have another kid. So that man can do what my child's father doing right now. I don't want another kid. No. No. So they can try to put me on child support? No. No. Because that's something me and my child's father, we try to, you know, we said amongst each other, like, if things didn't work out well, we would never do that and baby he tried told me up, okay I mean I was like giving him money every week trying to keep him for putting me on child support y'all and I wish I was lying to y'all okay and when I was getting food stamps for taking care of my um, cousins I would give him a little bit of food stamps so that you know he can feed my child with it it was it was hard It was so tough, y'all. So I'm like, nah, I ain't having another kid. Nah, that's not gonna work. And I even told God, like, because he was showing me things. And I'm like, I don't want that. Because I was so bitter and hurt and angry. Like, the promises you're trying to show me, God, I don't want it. The man that you're trying to use, to Father God, I just wanna thank you right now for everything That you're doing in our lives and listeners' lives, Father God. I thank you for the promises, the blessings. I thank you for looking past our emotions, our anger, our. Our um, sadness, Father God, and you still being God and you still getting your way through it, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the comfort. I thank you for the soothing, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the love you're giving us. I thank you for the joy and hope that you're giving us despite what we may be going through and facing, Father God. I thank you for you being you, for being consistent, Father God. I just thank you for your greatness. I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for loving us first, Father God. And I thank you for just being right here with us right now father god i just thank you for living within us and just having your way within us and i thank you for not only just helping us and blessing us but you're blessing those individuals who's connected to us you're blessing the things that are connected to us our businesses our ministries organizations everything father god i even thank you for blessing our children in jesus name i pray amen so yeah so i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not about to I'm not going there with you, God. Like, I don't want it. I'm trying to reject it. So, when she said, oh, you're going to have another kid. I was like, mm. me and God, we already talked. You know what I want. <laughs> if it don't go well and right, I don't want it. So, she said that, and she saying way more than I want to discuss right now. But she said a whole bunch, and then her husband joined in, and he was like, woman of God. You're going to be a theologian and a scholar for God. People from different parts of the world, different states and cities are going to come to you because they need the word. They want to get your teaching because you understand the word like no other. God is going to use you in that way, in that manner. People want to come for you for the word. And I'm like, ain't no way. Because I just got through church hurt. I just been sat on, overlooked. You know, and I'm like, I've been to a few churches and, you know, they didn't respond to me well. They did not like me. You know, Um, the the members, like, they persecuted me. Like, I don't know. Like, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think that's going to happen for me. Don't nobody like me. (laughs) Like, people hate me like you know so when he they were saying these things and though I was denying it I was feeling it I was feeling it and I said you know what I will receive it I will receive it all because these things that you're saying to me is not really like foreign because God gave me visions about me ministering to people and I couldn't see their faces and he gave me that in two thousand fifteen, was it four fourteen, excuse two thousand fourteen, and um, you know, I, I believe uh, I told my pastor. I think I said this before. Yeah, I told my pastor about it, and he told me to pray on it. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. But I didn't think that it, you know, this would come, and um, I didn't really understand it well. But now I do. And, um, I'm saying all these things is because God, he doesn't just bless you with the promise right away. He prepares you. It's a process you have to go through. Some tests you have to go through to get to your blessings and promises. And so this is back in 2020. When he started sharing these things with me. Well, not sharing, them, but confirming these things with me. And back then, I wasn't into my word. I love the Bible. But to be a scholar, a theologian for God, I I don't know. That's, That's huge. But when I look at my life today, and the way I have my nose in his word, the way he's, you know, took me out deeper, in the water, the way he, um, you know, established our relationship, the way he has me anchoring him, the way he has me walking with him. I'm like, oh, okay. And so, this the, this the 2020 prophetic word, it hit me the other day. And I was like, Lord have mercy, I'm here. I'm getting here. I've gotten thicker. The hairstyle is coming back to me again. <laughs> what I want. The custody battle went well. Okay. It went well. And it's going to get better. I am healing. Um, I got thick. I don't. I do baby. I do <laughs> Yes. So, I'm like, alright, God. Okay, good. So, He gave me those things. So, all that is starting to come back to me. And so, um, he told me a couple of days ago, he gave me the new city where I will be moving to. Because back in October of last year, he told me I would be moving again. Like I said, I packed the boxes and then nothing happened. But some, you know, some things within my family. My brother didn't die and came back to life in December. Um, So, it was a lot of things like... I don't know if I'm going to be able to move. Like, got to take care of my brother. Got to do this. Got to do that. And I don't know if I'll be okay just to leave my family and things ain't right or things don't seem right. Like, I I don't know. So, um, God was like, well, I didn't say now. I just said prepare. So, back in February um, of this year, on the 20th, he gave me, um, He showed me Abraham a lot. He really showed me Abraham's life. And how he told Abraham that it was time for him to separate from his family and homeland. And so I was thinking like, this already happened already for me. But God told me, look again. Look again. And so he showed me um, how I would be leaving again from my family. And from this place where I'm at. That this place that I'm in is just temporary. It's not It's not for life. That he has a place for me. So I was like, all right, cool, great. Uh, mind you, back in the past, um, there was a time where I even thought that me and my kingdom spouse were going to move in together. Because he showed me a vision of me and him. And the promise that he has given us. And it was like, the home, everything. It was immaculate. I was looking at my income like, oh, I don't know how that's going to happen. Like, <laughs> and not knowing my of spouse income at the time, but I'm like, uh, that's a big stretch, God, like, but God was like, no, not right now, but it will come. It's going to happen because this is what I need for you to do in this big home, this big establishment. And I mean, it was everything that I wanted, like. The housing was beautiful to where if I, um, if people needed to stay, they could and it wouldn't really bother me too much because at home, it's not small, it's big enough for everybody, okay? It had a place for me to have my own Bible study in because, you know, that's one of my dreams, like, to have Bible study and teachings in my house, you know, to be able to gather together and celebrate the Lord and... To be able to feed people and many other things. So, God knows. He knows. He knows my heart. He knows what I want. So, when he gave me that vision, I was like, oh, that's going to be dope. So, but he was like, not yet. There's still some more things you got to go through before you get there. There's still some things that your your kingdom spell has to go through, too. Like, things have to be in order. Your mindset has to be ready and equipped to be able to even handle That big blessing. So I was like, okay, good, great. Because the pressure was huge on me. Like, that house was kind of like a mansion. Like, that was big. Like, I don't know if I can handle that right now in my, you know, mindset. The way I'm living, like, I don't know. So I knew that was going to happen right away. But he was like, no, I got you. I got you. It's just some things you got to do before you get to that part. So... He has definitely put things in order within this year that has, like, let me see, like, all right, I'm getting closer and closer and closer. And a couple of days ago, he gave me the city. Like I said before, he gave me the city where I was born. So I've been preparing for that. And not just that, he's blessing my family, too. To where now they have places where they want to go. And it's so kind of sad, but it's exciting at the same time. Because I've been living with my family for four years. And we're separating. And we're going to not just separate, but different cities. We all have different cities in mind where we want to go. And it's like, God, it's like, it's happening. Like, my mom receiving some phone calls. Brothers, doing some things, he received some phone calls, and I'm just like, "Wow! Like, it's really happening. Things that I prayed for is starting to come to pass." So that's all I've been doing. I've been throwing away some things, some things I didn't want to throw away, so sad to throw away. But God had reassured me that you your things that you thrown away, things that you sacrificed, will be restored. No worries, just go. So, next month, that's the plan, that's the go-to. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, how it's even going to look, but it's time. And, you know, um, he's showing me I'm leaving all alone. No family, no friends right now. This is just all me. So, I'm getting ready to go to this new city, and I'm excited about it, and I'm grateful for it. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, you may not... See the promises happen the very next day, but please prepare for it. And just because you forgot about it, don't mean that God did. And don't be all mad and angry because it's not happening right away. It's a test. It's a test. Okay? And um, He had to humble me. He had to humble me. He had to make sure. That, um, all that resent, that resentfulness I had in my past or the vengeance I was like low-key seeking for those who persecuted me and hurt me, he had to get it out of me. Before he take me higher, he needs to make sure I was humble enough that I won't be trying to get some get back. He had to make sure that when he took me higher, that I won't get all Hollywood on him. He had to test me and see if I would still share his gospel when I'm sick and near death. When I'm homeless, sleeping in my car, when I'm broke, how 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 was I going to behave? When I get money again, how was I going to behave? Was I still going to share the gospel? When he bring people back my way, that hurt me horribly. Was I going to treat them the way they treated me? Or was I going to allow him um, to be a... Uh, to shine through me when these people came my way. Was, I'm going, was I going to bless them with the things he blessed me with to bless them with? Or was I going to keep it to myself out of anger? Nah. So baby, go through the process. Prepare for what God promised you. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what the laws say. I don't care. It's what God says. It's what God promised. And that's all I got, y'all. Telling y'all my little businesses, And I'm excited. I am. I'm excited for me and my daughter. I'm excited for my future. Because God knows, you know, I mean, I was cool out here. But I'm like, ain't nothing out here. But I had to go through some training. I had to leave everything that I knew to be with God. So that he can raise me up and train me up for my future. And the thing was this, if I were to stay hard-hearted and stiff-necked and, you know, allow what others did to me to keep me mean, I would not be able to receive, you know, the blessings of others coming to me. You know, I have people in different states, even continents, they want to work with me. And I'm like, you know, I don't got no money to be traveling like that. But God, like, girl, don't worry about none of that. Just know I'll make a way for you. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you see a glimpse of where you're about to go. And I'm excited about it. I'm happy about it. I'm even thankful for the people who are reaching out to me. Who want me to come, you know, where they are to teach. And to share the gospel. You know. I'm thankful for it. I am. I'm blessed. And that's all I got for y'all. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. And this is Porsche Talk We'll Talk With That. Talk to you soon. If God is willing.